0: Constellation. constellation, 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 constellation. I looked at myself and I thought, "I am healthy. I am healthy. Am- Welcome to Pretty Intuitive Podcast. An inclusive podcast embraces the human experience through a spiritual lens, while also uplifting BIPOC, LGBTQIA+, and neurodivergent voices. I'm Nike Orea, a creative, intuitive, and self-empowerment catalyst. Who helps connect humans to their intuitive gifts and embrace the magic of being themselves? I work with goddesses, archetypes, and ancestors to propel you to be brave in expressing and affirming your authentic self in your everyday life. Welcome to this potent space hello 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 welcome back to pretty intuitive podcast i'm your host nike oh my y'all can i just share this with you okay officially 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 so y'all know how how i have been um i've been planning this ancestral healing retreat that's coming up in june um it's been a passion project, I'm really so excited about it, and I can't wait for, like, the healing container to come, like, I am so, I can't wait for June, basically, like, ah! (laughs) Um, um, But, um, I, you know, I've planned it, I've planned, I've booked the venue, I've booked the food, the chef, oh my gosh, y'all, I'm so excited about the chef, Um, you just need good food, you know what I mean? Um, I've planned out the activities and all this stuff, Um, but something I really, really wanted to do was like the goodie bags, like I wanted people to have goodie bags, and y'all, I made the cutest, cutest pins. That are say like ancestral lad, and they're so adorable and so cute, and they just look. <laughs> I just opened up the package right before it, this, and I wanted to be a like, surprise, but like y'all, just keep the secret, okay? <laughs> um, and anyway, I'm just so excited, and I can't wait for like the rest of the goodies to come in. But I just wanted to share that with y'all. So if you are interested in attending the Ancestral Retreats, where we're going to have three days in this amazing healing container where we're going to do ancestral work, healing generational cycles, or beginning to heal them, and also tapping into ancestral gifts, um, check out the links down below. For the month of January, there's a special price for the pretty Tutor listeners. Um, and there's just more information down below. You could check it out. Also, I am doing another ancestral healing workshop with scaled pricing, meaning you can uh, choose how much you can invest in the workshop. With this workshop, it's going to be diving in ancestral healing and how to address racism that's in the lineage, honestly, for all types of people, not just one demographic, um, especially because a lot of us have been intersected with different races because of colonization or even um, outside of that we have the like out of choice. <laughs> um but it's going to be addressing any racist programming that has been passed down, how to shift it, how to heal it, and next steps. So if you're interested in that, um the link is also gonna be down below. And again it's scale pricing for accessibility, pay what you can, invest what you can. Um, and yeah. Alright y'all, let's get into this episode. I first wanna say that I am qualified to speak on this because I in fact am a villain um my credentials are um I'm a Scorpio rising um I'm an Aries (laughs) me going through my whole chart um I'm a black woman I'm a black woman in America I'm a black woman who talks about racism um but i'm an angry black woman i've been called that many times in my life even though i'm not like yelling or screaming or even angry at all um oh i'm the eldest daughter i'm an older sister um i'm the one in the family group who doesn't people please when there's someone who's domineering and trying to assert their their power what else codifies me um hmm I'm trying to think about it <laughs> basically I feel qualified to do so okay do you y'all want to know what inspired this thought and this understanding Too. a couple of things on social media I've been seeing a lot of people saying I'm entering my villain my villain scene this year 2022 is the start of my villain origin origin story which I'm all for I'm all for okay um (laughs) because a lot of people will be villainized by victims um now I just want to preface and let me preface this and say this and make it clear so then later I can just fluidly talk but when I'm talking about villains and victims in the sense I'm not talking about actual victims of any crimes or any um uh, things that have been done action-wise I'm strictly talking about on a soul level when we're talking about our egos, taking accountability and taking responsibility for our actions. The thing is outside of like crimes, right? Everyone is a victim and everyone is a villain in someone's life. So just to get that out of the way. But um, the context of why I'm talking about villain in this sense is like being misunderstood, uh, other people using you as a scapegoat, um for them not to take accountability of their own actions and because you set boundaries because you live in your authentic self because you speak up because you speak truths um that type of villainization just to be clear um so let's dive into it so um like i was saying on social media people have been saying it. this is my villain phase i'm going to my villain phase because i think a lot of people are stepping into their power and they are setting boundaries and they are putting themselves first, and they're not caring about how, what other people think because sometimes people use um the well th- they use them going to vilify you as a way to control you and to threaten you and to doing whatever they want to yield from you and I think people now are stepping out of that and not caring like we don't care about being nice, especially to people who don't care about being nice to us right. Um. So that inspired it, but also a story. Um. This weekend inspired this episode. Let's get into it. So on Sunday, I went to a delicious brunch with my friends. Um. Shout out Annie and Joelle, who don't listen to this podcast. Oh. <laughs> but I uh, we went to brunch and we were just chatting it up, you know, kicking it. Um. And. <laughs> a story that one of my other friends that were mutuals with popped up of them telling me. And basically a couple years ago, um, I was in this friend group, kind of, not really, like you're just like figuring out how to be friends. I was in this program and like you meet new people and like you engage with those people and you hang out. And there was somebody, you know, that I was starting to become friends with and they did something really macro aggressive to me um and racist i thought that they were being really racist really insensitive and really rude and i didn't want to be friends with them mind you i did i only knew this person for a couple months i always this has been stuck in my head ever since i took psychology and um um my undergrad you only really get know a person in 7 months like 7 months is when you can see like a range of like their emotions their understandings depending on how like um how much time you spend with them but 7 months is like a good mark so I always keep up with new relationships that I am creating and developing. Um so we haven't met the 7 months mark yet. We're just like to me also one of those things. But basically um even to other people they were a little intense and like they were yeah they're really intense energetically too. Not going to lie. They said some off the wall things. But to me in particular What they said to me was very macro aggressive and it was very, in my opinion, racist. Um, And they didn't understand, like I had a conversation with them and they didn't understand it. And so I decided to end the friendship. And the thing is, I told them too, I was like, because you can't seem to understand why this is racist, why it hurt me, why it's not okay. I don't wanna be friends with you. That led to other people who I was also friends with not hanging out with the person anymore um not because I told them to I would never say that to anyone but because they also had had encounters with this person that didn't make them feel good that they didn't like and they just didn't want to be friends with them either um the the difference between them and me though is that I had a conversation with this person right I was like I don't want to be friends with you this is why um and they never had that conversation, right? They just stopped being friends with them, stop hanging out with them. So then years later, this person comes to someone that I'm close to and they tell them, they're like, oh, yeah, I remember when Nike made y'all stop being friends with me. <laughs> and as I was telling my friends this, I was like, and those are also the friends who were witness to the situation. I was like, the thing is, I never told anyone not to hang out with this person. Yet, they chose to spin a narrative in their head that I did something to them where in reality, they did something to me and I set a boundary and an understanding and an expectation when they decided not to um, listen to that boundary, I made a decision not to continue the friendship with them. Um. But they decided to spin the narrative in another way of I'm the one who told people not to hang out with them out just out of the blue, and the people listen to me first of all, if I had that power over people, wait oh, wouldn't that wouldn't that be dandy and great? unfortunately, I do not fortunately actually <laughs> but I don't have that type of power, and anyone who believes that and and it also people have that power over people too and those people listen you shouldn't want to be friends with them anyway or they're not people that yeah, that's just my uh I don't yeah basically yes yeah. Um, but they had spin this narrative and that was the perception right and of course this is the story from my side um but you know that's happened to me a couple times um especially with people who you know, they do something and they don't want to take accountability for it. And I set a strong boundary. And then, you know, they kind of just lash out in that way. Let me tell you what I learned from that and I what I was pondering after I rehashed it in my mind. <laughs> um, okay. So basically the thing is I was authentic with my feelings I set again my boundary and I decided to be honest about why I did not want to hang out with this person anymore I felt like I was justified right like I was hurt they said something that was not okay it was racist I feel like even within the fresh up I knew that they were not one to take accountability just because of like um I knew them for that many months and, and all the situations that arises, they would never take accountability for their actions. So I also knew it was something that I didn't want to, I, I wasn't invested in it. Uh, it would be different if it was like my best friend of five years, something happened. I'm going to work with my best friend of five years because I know that they care about me and they're. I know what type of person they are. But someone who's not like that and who has repeatedly showed me themselves I'm not going to do that, right? And so I feel, I think they felt hurt by that. And I can I can recognize that. I can acknowledge that. Um, but even if, if I could go back, I would do the same exact thing over again. Because again, what they said was racist and they needed to take accountability, an and they didn't. And I don't accept people like that in my life. If you can't tell by the history of this podcast. <laughs> hmm. Oh, the tea, the tea, the shade, the shade. Let me stop. Okay. So. But I I bet there's a lot of people who, um, or not even a lot of people, but talking about that story and then, like, thinking about the people who stopped talking to that person, right, and didn't really explain why, that's the other way you could have done it, right? Not said anything, just, like, cut ties slowly um, and not said anything at all. And there's two ways you could do that. And usually people you know, don't want to be confrontational. They don't want to say actually what's authentically happening because they don't want the other person to feel bad or they don't want to feel bad. Or again, there's some accountability or lack of accountability in that as well. Like I feel like taking accountability for your feelings and being justified in them. And so the easiest thing to do because I was vocal and I actually clearly set a boundary and I clearly stated a why was to blame me there's so many noises i'm so sorry was to blame me and to villainize me also because this person said something racist and they said something to be being a black woman it's an easy like it's an easy villainization as well society visualizes black women all the time all the time um so like think about even Meghan Markle and Henry, Harry, what's his name? I don't know. That was the first thing that popped into my head. Like she was villainized to the nines, right? And she's not even like a dark skinned black woman. So I mean, it was expected because of course he did something racist to me. So of course he's going to use that trope, right? Even years later. Um, But you know, a couple years ago, I would have kind of felt like, why? Like, that is so hurtful for me again. Um, I'm so tired of being the villain in people's stories. I'm just being my, I'm just saying my my authentic truth. I'm just being myself. I'm just setting boundaries and I'm, I'm not compromising them. And I'm not, I'm being there for myself, basically, by standing strong in my assertion and like the boundaries I'm setting and my... Truth, basically. But now it doesn't bother me as much because first of all, someone's gonna make you a villain no matter what you do. Even if you do every single thing, you're still gonna be a villain. They can villainize you so quickly. Um. And second of all, I can only take accountability for my actions. For myself and so and also for my perception. Even if I had a situation with someone, um, because even myself, right? Like there's been qualms that I've had, there's been disagreements that I've had, there's been instances where the person has really hurt me. Or even the situation I'm talking about right now. You know, they really hurt me with the racist comments that we're saying. I would I'm not I'm not thinking of them as a villain at all. I'm not thinking to blame them for something that's happened in my life. I'm not thinking to, like more than anything, like even if I'm saying the story, it's like, I'm criticizing what I feel like they did in in the situation, but I feel like they also did it out of hurt. They did it out of, not feeling well there's a lot of stuff right i don't think that they're a bad person i think they're a hurt person and they're someone who doesn't get accountability but to the core of it i don't think or like i don't think they're not a worthy human being there you go and so even that people who choose to victimize and villainize themselves that's a mindset that they also hold. So if you're, if you're dealing with someone who naturally just victimizes and villainizes people regardless, um, then that's just the perception that they're going to hold. Everyone in their life is either going to be a victim or a villain. And we, you yourself cannot control that this happens in family a lot too especially with like a child being the scapegoat or a family member being the scapegoat especially the one who like speaks out about things and talks about abuse and all that stuff people need that especially when they're not ready to take accountability and they're still learning how to cope remember a long time ago when we talked about coping um, mechanisms and the way the ones that people adopt and use Villainizing people and victimizing yourself is a coping mechanism. And um, some people just aren't ready to do the work, take accountability. They're just not in the place to do so. But let me tell you, um, once you do, it's it's amazing the power that you feel like you have. And I bet my villains out there who have been villainized in people's stories can understand that because you have broken up, broken out of yielding to whatever people want you to do just because they think you should do it to satisfy a need that they have. I also feel like another scope of this, too, is the thing is, too, everyone has hurt someone and everyone has been hurt by someone, right? Like, everyone has done something to someone that hasn't been kind. There's a spectrum, but You know, everyone has. And everyone has been hurt by someone as well. So we're all victims and villains if you really think about it. Um, And so I think people need to understand that too. Like just as much as you've been hurt, you have harmed. Um, It doesn't mean that you're going to continue to harm, hopefully, but it kind of just brings it back to like we all are human we all are human and you people other humans have thoughts and feelings and have internalized things about themselves and so if we get frustrated that they're not doing something for us or they're not behaving in a way that we think that they should behave again it's all about perception Someone might have to set a boundary for themselves in order to feel sane. I set a boundary about racism and people being microaggressive towards me because I used to endure that for so long when I was especially a child and I couldn't vocalize it for myself or like because I had so much internalized oppression that I'm making up for last time, to be honest with you. That's just something that I have decided I do not want to deal with. And I could also tell when people are being genuine and when I feel like they are, they didn't mean it, number one, or that they're ready and willing to do the work to dismantle any racism that they might still uh, be projecting. And if I don't sense someone's like that, then they're not going to be in my life. I'm not going to work with them. I'm not going to be their friend. I'm not going to kiki with them. I'm just not. And it doesn't mean though that I don't like, uh because I'm still a little petty, but it doesn't mean that I'm not, it doesn't mean that I, I villainize them in my life. That it doesn't mean that at all. It just means that I'm not willing to accept them in my life because of that. And the thing is that can change too, if people start to take accountability and shift, and you know it looks like they're they're changing, and also me as well, then it can always be revisited and things can always be adjusted. Obviously, in the story I told you, <laughs> three years later he was talking about it, and he, ah, I was the vil- villain. So like obviously he still didn't even understand that what he said was racist. So obviously that's not going to be repaired, but. Um, basically people have their boundaries and i think people are more and more understanding that they don't want to compromise themselves for someone else we are no longer doing that it serves nobody actually even the person that we're trying to people please for it doesn't even serve them technically like if you really do a soul level deep understanding so be the villain Who cares? If someone is going, is trying to threaten you by like going to villainize you, let them, let them do it, boo-boo, because guess what? Nobody's perfect. Everyone's trying to do what they can in the moments that they are. Therefore, nobody's life is going to always have a clear storyline about who's the hero the victim and the villain okay this isn't marvel (laughs) this isn't dc this isn't twilight lol and so the more that you let yourself authentically be yourself of course with like good intentions of course but the more you let yourself be yourself and do the things that maybe you were scared of doing out of people villainizing you, the more that you'll feel so in tune with yourself. So be the villain. Be the villain. Why not? Okay, y'all, thank you so much for listening to a story, like, kicking with me, talking with me. Let me know if you have any villain stories. Um, maybe we could, like, talk about it on the pod, send in some stories. I don't know. <laughs> but until next time stay pretty intuitive bye thank you all so much for listening to this episode if this episode or any episode has been illuminating you've enjoyed please consider leaving me a rating review on itunes and a rating on spotify it really helps me and the show out it helps support the show it helps support me and it also helps other people find the show love you besties bye